yes, folks, it's Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern. This must be Pillars of Franchising. I'm Fred McMurray, and I'm with my co-host. And again, it's... I'm with Ray Pillar, Elizabeth Denham, and we've got our special returning guest, R.J. Grimshaw. Ray, how you doing? Elizabeth, how you doing? I'm doing you great. Second, Ray. I'm sit- RJ? sitting back home, and it's Forty-five uh, degrees my, my and rain, but uh, you know, I, I was thinking of moving into this location right here and isolating myself. It's like the Windcrest app. Oh, that's in Cottonwood, Arizona, where I just came from uh, a rally out there. But uh, um, that looks like an appropriate place to live, and considering the conditions. How are you, Elizabeth? Yeah, he's supposed to help, right? I'm good. I'm down here in Alabama. It's 81 and sunny, so we're hot. Yeah. <laughs> I've had kids in the pool today, so. <laughs> and yes. Maybe the chlorine will kill all the germs. <laughs> my view is this. They've been complaining that people have been spending too much time on the beach, so they're telling them to move along, but it's beautiful. It's the front part of the office where they're still digging up the street starting to put con- concrete in, but for just about the last 24 hours, we haven't had water in the office. Yeah, that was oh, wow. <laughs> you got to hydrate. <laughs> so before, before we uh, introduce our guest, um, just a, a quick note. Uh, I was notified yesterday via tweet, the Pillars of French um, Twitter account was notified. This is a major announcement. It's not. It's, it's not a little thing. It's a major announcement, Fred. Come on, hype it. <laughs> Made my day. Okay. Um, Feedspot. Uh, Feedspot.com has listed us in their top twenty. Um, uh, top twenty po- uh, franchise podcasts that you need to listen to um, in twenty twenty. So we made and where are we listed in that? Huh? Where? Where? Where are we listed in that top in the top twenty? <laughs> number uno. Whoa! Congratulations! That's awesome. <laughs> we're number one. We're number one. We're number one. <laughs> Who the hell knew? So. Huge shout out to Feedspot for liking what we do. We love you. Um, we're number one. We're number one. Hey, we're going to talk about a nasty topic now. Uh, coronavirus, the coronavirus out, outbreak. Uh, so um, all I can say is, I don't know, maybe it took, I don't think it took coronavirus coronavirus to make us number one, but we're number one. <laughs> so Elizabeth, you want to introduce our guest? Sure. RJ Grimshaw is the CEO of Unify Equipment Finance since um, I think 2013, right? That's correct. Right. Um, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about what's going on in the business world in terms of uh, the coronavirus and, and before everything went downhill and, and where we're going to go now and how to get through it. So welcome to you. Thank you. I'm not sure I'm going to have all those answers where we're going to go, but boy, oh boy, we're, uh, we can figure out how to try to get there together. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a key phrase. Uh, getting, getting there together. Um, it, you know, we're living history every single day, unfortunately. Um, uh, and you know, it's a, it's been a roller coaster and I can't even begin to imagine, you know, what, business owners are going through, um, you know, on a daily basis and, uh, just the, the news feed and the constant, you know, news in regards to this deadly virus, 
um, you know, so not only are business owners and, and are, are worried about the future of their business, but more importantly, the health of their families and loved ones and neighbors and things of that nature. So kind of the best a, of times and the worst of times. We're number one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I will say this. I, I crap. I should have had it programmed in. I'm, uh, I apologize. Maybe by the end of the show, we'll play it. Um, mm-hmm. If you were ever a fan of Monty Python, uh, Life of Brian and, and the Meaning of Life, Eric Idle's Always Look on the Bright Side of Life is phenomenal. Um, and the weirdest thing is, is about four weeks ago, before everything started hitting, I kept hearing this, this, the music and the song going on. And it is what it is. So, I, I, I got to give a thank you and kudos to, to RJ. After he was on the show last time, ooh, he sent me the <laughs> coolest thing ever. Well, I've got one of somewhere. Yeah. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> well, I have, to give, I have to give proper kudos to, to our friend, Terp, um, who is no longer with Unify, unfortunately. But this was actually a recommendation that came from Terp for our customers uh, to send send out, and uh, they've been a huge hit. I have one. I carry one. And even nowadays, where it seems like we're on our phones more and more, um, what we really liked about that particular device is you can plug it in and still charge your phone, and you're not worrying about the extra cord. Um, so it, it's it's a great device. I'm glad to see you guys using it. And you can plug in more than one one device. It can be two devices. Mm-hmm. I know. You can see that. Oh, yeah. I love that logo. <laughs> This is so. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is the coolest. We gotta get Elizabeth one of these things. This is the I coolest. I was say thing. I'm a little left out. Well, email me your email me your uh, your home address. We'll make sure we get one out to you. Hey. Work with RJ no matter what. This is the coolest thing ever. I mean, save my butt a couple of times on trips. Ray loves it. I love it. Thank you. So now we'll go back to serious stuff. Ray, take over. Ask a serious question. <laughs> Ask a serious question. <laughs> We're number well, one. I, I guess the basic question is, how's business? You know, uh, you know that we know that everybody else's business is, is, is down. And, and then the follow-up question I'm going to ask two in a row here is, what do you expect after yeah, it, it, it's interesting because just like so many businesses, our January and February, we were off to a great start to the year. Businesses were purchasing uh, equipment. Um, everyone was very optimistic. They still had the fear of a recession. There was still a lot of conversation around it, but people were still moving forward and had a very confident feeling in regards to 2020. And then all of a sudden, the end of March, or excuse me, the end of February, and then as we progress through March and March feels like it's been a year just in its own self um, at the velocity and pace as this continues to evolve. So at the end of February, we actually started putting plans together to ensure that we were prepared and ready to take care of our customers that were going to have challenges in their business. Um, Because at Unify, unlike larger institutions, I'm not discounting larger institutions, we're nimble enough and we pride ourselves on ensuring that our customers um, have a little bit different sense when they call our, our organization. So we started pivoting some resources because we knew on what we call the front side of the business in terms of new transactions, um, we're probably going to slow down and they have slowed down tremendously. We knew that we were going to have to provide relief to our current customers in regards to uh, payment deferments with interest, payment deferments and things of that nature. But more importantly than all that, we wanted to ensure that when people called into Unify, we picked up the phone, didn't go to voicemail. And even if we couldn't help them at that given time in terms of because of the log or the amount of calls we we're getting, we, we told them that we'd be back in touch with them the same day. And we, and we put, held to that standard. Um, and then trying to just show empathy. We've had people, it, it's, I don't want to say it's a new norm now for us this week, but last week it was, it was heart wrenching because people were calling in and we had people crying um, to us uh, what we could do to help them. Um, um, So it's, it's been very um, challenging, um, 
but at the end of the day, we, we our number one goal is to support these business owners, um, take as much friction out of the system when they do call in, show that empathy, and then we're building our plan next month to touch base with them again, and, and the following month, and, and provide what we're trying to do also we've all received these emails now it seems like it's an avenue for companies just to email you and tell you to wash your hands more or precautions that they're taking and things of that nature we've taken a different approach so as i receive information in regards to state programs sba programs i'm trying to pull nuggets out of that and share to our our customers in our portfolio because there's no two situations alike so we're we're just trying to provide that information and not overwhelm people. So it's a quick email. Here's a link that you might find valuable. Um, and, and you know, if you need anything, give us a call. Um, we have actually, we have seen um, some new business. Matter of fact, we 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 did uh, uh, a couple. We actually have some franchise business taking place right now in certain verticals that their business has increased during this, and they need more equipment. Um, so there are some positives, not a lot. Um, and, and then what we're trying to do is work with, uh, you know, those franchisors to either do payment deferments where if they were starting to get into the system where we can put off that payment for 90 days, um, and, and still move forward because we are going to come out of this. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, the timeline, who knows? Um, but at, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we'll be back to commerce and things will be going well. Do you feel that we'll come out better? I, I'm an optimist and I, and I get criticized for that sometimes. Anytime that there's diversity in, in my life, in my business, I find that things get better. And yes, we're still number one, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would I would I believe that we will be better. And anytime I call it a reboot reboot, it really um exposes maybe weak weaknesses in your in your business. Um and I'm not speaking for Unify, I'm just speaking a, from a macro level perspective. Um just like when we came out of 08. Uh, businesses have to, to learn from that and it exposes weaknesses. And we've had weaknesses that it's exposed for us as well, but now, um, you know, we address those and put plans in, into place. Um, but I, I firmly believe we will come out of this stronger, better as a, as a, as a, I mean, think about the, I was saying this to my wife, we can, you know, as, as Americans, we complain about little things, you know, a red light stuck in traffic dinner service is slow that my meal wasn't cooked the way that i like it things that we just took for granted every single day i can't wait to go to dinner out to dinner now and have a nice martini with a nice steak and enjoy company and have that conversation um but however in the current world we live in i play board games now with my kids mm -hmm. i, I we were playing Yahtzee last night, it, 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 having family dinners. I FaceTime now more with my mother than I have in probably the 10 years, previous <laughs> 10 years. Um, so there are positives that that are coming out of this current reboot. Um, but I, but to answer your question, um, Ray, I, I, we were going to be better for this. It, it, it takes the fat out of the system. Um, and, and I don't mean that in a, in a disparaging way, but it, it, it does. It, it really um, exposes uh, people who are probably very successful just because of luck. Mm -hmm. So. Well, and I think that's true. When when um when my youngest son was two, he had seizures on the hour every hour for two weeks, and I used to think when people complained about a bad meal, get a bigger problem. You know, <laughs> perspective is everything. And I think that's kind of what we're going through as a, as a collective, you know, mm -hmm. we've learned what a bigger problem actually is. I'm yeah. curious to know what um, industries have needed more equipment and are, are doing better in this kind of climate. Yeah. So um, one in particular that comes to mind is um, we work with a franchisor that's out based on the West coast. And their model has always been drive-through. 
So we've seen, uh, they're trying to put uh, bigger machines um, into their into their locations because they've seen such an uptick in business where they've, they're, they're actually up 15 to 20% per location wow. Wow. during this. Because they were already the go-to brand for drive-through, unlike mm -hmm. a Starbucks or a different type of a brand name. They already had that built-in clientele and they already had that built-in systems to handle the flow of, uh, we do quite a bit of restoration business as well in terms of working with restoration brands, which I think we've talked about before. Um, we see that, you know, continuing um, to grow and, and, and that business is considered essential use or essentially even when there's states that have or counties that have shutdowns, um, they're still required to, to um uh, you know, to, to serve their customer base. Um, so those are two in particular. Um, those are really the new ones um, in, in the franchisor space. Um, well, in terms of innovation, I know a lot of businesses are trying to innovate the way they run their business model to be able to do online sales or the curbside pickup. Have you seen clients who have to have done that kind of thing and, and created a new revenue stream that they didn't have before? Yeah, so um, not so much in the franchise space, but we, we, we heard from two different particular um, value-added resellers, tech resellers, um, that uh, they offered financing sometimes, but now they want to be have the financing part of their go-to-market strategy because they see huge opportunity in regards to the technology that companies were missing in terms of remote access, laptops, VPN access, um, the software that drives the innovation. So we have seen, we haven't seen it come through the pipeline yet, but we've seen those dealers calling us saying, we want a more of a formal program as part of our go-to-market strategy uh, to, to help people acquire this. And quite honestly, I believe work the way that, that we hope that they do, there'll be so much pent up demand on all fronts. Mm -hmm. um, it'll be a positive experience and not about the stock market, but for the small business owners that they can get through this, they can utilize the resources in terms of SBAs, community lenders, um, that they can get through this. And, and then the demand, it's gonna be easy for them to pay off those loans um, that got them through this period and now Again, it, it's we're all going to learn something from this. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Fred, well, uh, you, didn't Ray. you say you wanted to do something at four fifteen? Yeah. So, yeah. So, at this point, we will thank the Link Local Network for broadcasting our show. You can always find out. Uh, new, uh, new and interesting things, as well as events. At least they used to have events. Now it's virtual events. Uh, pick up the whole broadcast schedule. Um, and uh, best post is the five ways to stay connected while under quarantine, which is actually um, one of the questions I'm going to ask RJ when we come back. Um, Caffeinated connections, the uh, local. Morning coffee has gone virtual. Uh, they're now going to be for the duration of the quarantine, uh, 7:30 a.m. to 8:45 a.m. Uh, Pacific Stan or Pacific Daylight Time. Sorry. Uh, last week's uh, event, which was the first one, had people in three states showing up: uh, California, Arizona, and Illinois. So go to caffeinatedconnections.com and check out the um or sign up for the event hey franchise owners how's your local marketing do you feel like you could use some help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers are you able to identify new movements to your local area at Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing with daily monitoring, creative content, ad placement, and customer data intelligence, we'll get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who need an agency to handle the digital marketing 
for all of their locations. If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805-265-5440 or visit us at westvine.com. That's 805-265-5440 or westvine.com. The Franchise Woman is a bi-monthly digital magazine that empowers women as they navigate the franchising industry by providing relevant news, tools, advice, and inspiration. We are a resource for women who are seeking to own their own businesses, improve their existing businesses, find creative solutions, and take advantage of franchise opportunities. We feature women in the business who best exemplify our ideals and have something to teach our readers. In addition to our exclusive articles relating to the female entrepreneur, we also feature brands that are geared for women. Women have become the fastest growing sector in business ownership and have become a powerful, influenceable force fueling the economy. The Franchise Women will give you the news that is relevant to you to help you navigate the path of successful franchise ownership. By women, for women, and about women, we are the Franchise Women. Join us today at www.thefranchisewoman.com. We're number one. We're number one. And we're back. <laughs> so before I ask uh, AJ the next question, Elizabeth, Franchise what what new joint thing has the franchise woman cooked up with Pillars of Franchising? We are partnering together to form a franchisee advisory board. We're going to have uh, bi-monthly, I think, um, meetings to discuss what's going on in the world, how we can work together and cope, and what questions they have for franchisors that we can then panel franchisors on and ask um, to answer those questions. So, back with AJ as he said to put up with all the commercials. So, RJ, 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 sorry, man. <laughs> no, but hold on. I want to expand on that because I'm named after my grandfather, Raymond Joseph, and it's interesting. After I graduated college, I said, "Okay, I'm going to become professional now, and it's going to be Ray." Then I got into sales, and I said, "Wait a minute, here. They're always going to remember the guy with the initials." I don't care. AJR. So I'm not offended as long as there's two initials. AJ could be JP. So, so I find AJ is is fine. I'm okay with that. I will tell you, it's a good RJ. Thing. I think of aluminum. Yeah. RJ, RJ Reynolds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, during this, thing. during uh, the, you know the the Dallas days, uh, JR was you know. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. 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 So, so, I will say it's a good thing you didn't go with by Ray because that'd be really confusing on the show with two. Oh people. yeah. <laughs> I find it interesting. There's a grandfather connection because actually AJ was what we called my uh, uh, one of my granddaughters. Um, okay. So. <laughs> hmm. So hmm. RJ, everyone's everyone's you know cabin fever. Um, most people working from home. Um, what ways have you seen people, you, you can't work the old ways. Um, I was talking to a PhD on uh, all the conferences and trade shows that have been shut down and, and, you know, will be for a while. And what are those, what do you see companies doing to go out and at least maintain awareness and, and develop current relationships as well as um, build new ones? Yeah. So I'll speak from a personal perspective, and we talked a lot about this to our sales sales manager and our sales team. Right now, it's all about building relationships. It's not about calling and asking about sales or you're checking in on people. But to answer your question specifically, we love we we love using video, and we've been using video um, probably for five years. Now we started using it, and then we stopped. This event that's taking place is going to put us using video again. And an example of that, one of our franchisors, matter of fact, that we partner with, we've attended, we just attended their conference uh, at the end of January. Um, so we're very engaged and entrenched. Uh, the CEO sent me an email and we've been proactively communicating to him. Um, but like everyone, he's over, over inundated with emails, I'm sure. So he sent me a uh, email asking what specifically we were doing to help his franchisees and verse um, sending him a response via an email. I sent him a video, just like I'm doing right now, a video explaining what exactly we're doing, how we're doing it, what our goals are, 
and and it's more personal. It's not an email. He immediately responded and said, RJ, I can't thank you enough for this video. Can I send it out to the entire system? Wow. Yep. And that wasn't my goal. My goal was just to make it personal to but so I think those people that have been hesitant to utilize these tools, um, they're going to have to now. There, yeah. There's no there's no alternative. So if you can get out in front of it and utilize it. Now with that for our industry and a lot of businesses on a national scope, um, let me give you one other example. My son uh, uh, plays high level hockey and he's in the process of either committing to a D1, a division one school or a high division three school. So his season, of course, was, was cut short. He's now had two different universities that he hasn't gone to for, for tours, and they've stopped that because of everything going on. NCAA has. Two different universities want to do a virtual tour with him through Zoom. <laughs> I love it. It saves me time, money, expense, getting him there, getting ourselves there. I can sit and do it. I could be in my office. He can be where he is. So I really think that there's going to be a lot of positives. And we talked about fat. That expense is going to be cut out of the system because a Zoom license is not that expensive in comparison to flying and seeing someone. Um, so I, I see it. I see it as a as a positive um, on all fronts. And people will. Our the, my kids are used to this, right? Yeah, they're yeah. used to this 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 medium of communication. Um, it's getting like people like my boss used to it. He, he's never been on a Zoom call. He's never been on a, a webcast. And um, uh, he's going to, we're, our annual shareholder meeting's been canceled uh, for April. And I believe we're going to try, he's, he's trying to do a Zoom call to all of our shareholders. Now, the challenge is a lot of our shareholders are older and they're going to probably struggle uh, with technology. But, um, it's the it's going to be the new world, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I do have a question for you regarding. Uh, I think recently the Fed has lowered the prime to almost zero or zero. It is. They zero. say between zero. And so how does that affect two things: the availability of money and your interest rate? Yeah, a great question. So. I won't get on my personal soapbox in regards to that. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll just answer your question specifically. It has absolutely nothing to do in commercial lending. Mm -hmm. And so many people believe that it does. So there's, we, we had a lot of phone calls in regards to that, but our, our commercial lending has nothing to do with Fed being between zero. That's a consumer base for consumer. Okay. And also it's interbank trading of funds. Mm -hmm. okay. So now we we price off of swaps and other commercial index, indexes, and it's at an all time low. It, it, it's it, it really is. Now that's the good news. The bad news is we're starting to see this, and the same thing happened in 08, 09. There will be liquidity drying up in the market, mm. um, and I don't I'm not I don't know how much. I don't know if it'll be as bad as 09. But I think banks will be very um, strategic before they lend uh, in this current market. Now, the programs that are designed for SBA and the design to help companies, they're mm -hmm. fine. There, there's enough liquidity there for, for, for that. Yeah, there's enough liquidity. And, and as, as the Fed has said, they will continue to, to print and to support mm -hmm. the business owners. Um, but remember, there's nothing for free when the right. government gives you anything. There's always there's something tied to it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that people are going to start becoming or banks or finance companies um, are, are going to, you know, really start looking at, and it really depends on how long this, this takes mm -hmm. um, looking at um, deploying that capital for new business, not to support their current business, but for new business, at least for the time being. Um, so, that, you know, two answers. One, Fed has nothing to do with our costs in terms mm -hmm. of what we're charging, but it still is an all-time low. And then, secondly, um, as as business owners and franchisees go to their either bank or even a Unify, make sure you have all your ducks in a row. And there's, it's even more important than it ever has been to have have your know your numbers, know your numbers extremely well, and and 
very importantly, a lot of business owners should be looking at their income statement right now before they take on more debt. Maybe it's not worth taking on more debt. Maybe it's, you know, use that financial statement for brainstorming before you take that government loan to ensure, look at your income, look at your direct costs. And as we said, the fat that's being cut out of the system, this is the time to really understand and take action and learn those and not, not have the mindset of, well, we've always done it like that. It's a new world. And this provides the opportunity to change the way you look at things. Absolutely. Go ahead, Elizabeth. <laughs> so in terms of that, we've, we've had conversations in the last week or so with other people who talked about whether it was a good time to get into franchising. There's a ramp up period, you know, sometimes three or four months in terms of getting SBAs or, or even just ramp up uh, if you have a physical location, that kind of thing. Would you advise someone either way for or against now being a great time, jobs are being lost? I mean, it's, it's unpredictable what's going on. Do you have a perspective on that? Uh, I'll give you my thoughts on that. I, I was, I talked to a gentleman yesterday here in Ann Arbor, um, younger gentleman, he's early thirties. And um, we actually interviewed him to, to become an underwriter here. And then he ultimately went out and bought a franchise um, in the, in the uh, home space or, you know, home fixing space. And um, he, he, he listed his business in the middle of February, five years old. He grew it on oh, nice revenues. And then he put it on and, and he was calling me for advice that should he take it off? What should he do? And I said to him, I said, Joe, I actually believe you should keep it on because if, if corporate downsizing takes place, you might have a, 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 a potential good buyer in the market that has business knowledge. And quite honestly, he, he or she would rather buy a, a revenue generating business than something from scratch. Yeah. So now, it might change in terms of negotiation or your multiple or things of that nature. But, you know, I, I would not take it off the market. Uh, I, I would leave it there. I think that SBA lending is going to be very difficult. If you're just starting the process right now for a new business, I think that they're going to be so distracted with helping current businesses. You, you, you might as well put it on pause. Um, and then personally, my wife has been looking at a concept um, we were all the way up to the discovery day and then this hit the fan and, and we put it on pause. Um, it's just, it just doesn't make sense to, to jump into something right now. Now, does that mean that we won't do it long-term? No, but I think that it's just a pause to, to wait, to see how this all, um, you know, shakes out. Uh, and then eventually we'll move in because we can't do discovery day. We can't travel. We can't go train. So everything stopped anyways, even, nothing to do with our decision, even if we wanted to continue going, um, you know, but, but franchisors, I think are going to have to adapt. You might start seeing more discovery days that are virtual. You're going to start seeing more training that is recorded. That's virtual versus on site. Um, so again, every, every, I think the world as we know it today um, will be different a year from now, two years from now for, for all parties. Yeah. Give me goosebumps. <laughs> it's going to be different. It's going to be different, for sure. It's always different every day. <laughs> I would ask, I would, I would be interested in, in this group's um, thoughts on what are you hearing from the franchisors in terms of working with their franchisees in regards to royalties and things of that nature? Because the banks, we're working with them. Are you finding, now granted, if it's off of revenue, the royalties are the royalties. But there's always other fees too. <laughs> it's going to be different. It's going to be different for sure. Yeah. Well, I've talked to a couple of franchisors who uh, one is a very small franchise. He's waving royalty. I would, I would I would be interested in. Do you know? She's waving franchise fees for April, May, and maybe into June. She's going to kind of wait and see what's going on. Um, a lot of them are providing online services. I talked to Catherine Monson the other day. Um, she's putting out videos left and right, talking about how to how to keep a positive mental attitude, how to look forward, how to. She she quoted Zig Ziglar about you know pre expect the best, prepare for the worst, and capitalize on what's to come. Mm -hmm. So guiding her franchisees through that process of of being prepared and and you know trying to be optimistic but being realistic, you know all those things. So I think from from my perspective and the people that I've talked to, they are trying to work with their franchisees. We had one though. I'm in Alabama. 
we have a chicken salad chicks in the municipal center where the courts are uh-huh. and that's all shut down. So the lawyers, the judges, the clients, everybody isn't coming in there and they've lost some of their revenue. And the Mobile City Council, who is their landlord, is refusing to defer uh, rent payments. Oh, no. I mean, that, so that's, that's small town Alabama. That's, to me, ridiculous. Um, so I think there's probably a story on every side. But for the most part, the ones I see are, are trying to do what they can to help their franchisees. And I love, I love what you just said, too, too in terms of now you really can take a, an approach as a franchise or just like what we're trying to do with our customer base. It's more than just finance. It's more than just mm-hmm. than, than it's the mindset. It's helping business owners. Um, it's having those conversations again, cause we're, we're all in it together. Um, and I, I've been telling business owners as I talk to them, you know, I, I firmly believe in a principle called fast, uh, and, and F stands for focus, you know, focus on your most critical resources you have, do a personal assessment on everything and then systemize one, every piece of your business is a great, everything stopped right now. So it's a perfect time for you to not, you know, emit, not work in the business, work on the business right. and then train, get better. I've been, I've been listening to more podcasts and leadership right. things and, and leaning into that. So. Well, and that's what Catherine Monson was saying too. It's time for self-improvement, read a book on leadership or, or those soft skills that you need to work on. And, you know, as the franchise woman magazine, that's what I've chosen to do is build relationships. So I've been checking in the March issue just came out before all of this happened. So it doesn't have any content on that. So what I've been doing is contacting the interviews that I did and saying, what are you doing? What messaging do you need to get out and trying to promote that while promoting the article that they're in. So we don't lose out on that kind of marketing for them. Mm-hmm. but also making it relevant to what they're doing for their franchisees or if they are a franchisee, how are they coping? That kind of thing. So it's just I making telling, that phone call go so far. Yeah. yeah. And if you send an email that says just checking in, like I have no ulterior motive whatsoever, they all respond. They're like, Oh, thank yeah. you so much. Here's what I need you to tell people. So mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of how I can do something to help. And I, and I hope, I think most people have that attitude. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that I, I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm seeing that on all, all fronts that um, I still occasionally get the, the, you can tell it's a sales marketing email that, mm-hmm. okay, you're now trying to take advantage of this. Or this morning I'm watching CNBC and, you know, the attorney that, that is the ambulance chaser. He's now had mm-hmm. this COVID-19 commercial. It's like, really, uh, really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're hurting your brand more than you're doing uh, yeah. positive for it. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people were prepared for World War III, but they weren't prepared for this. Um, mm-hmm. Most franchisees were certainly not prepared, and franchisors were not prepared, or certainly not prepared for it. I know one of the concerns of some of the smaller franchises in my brand was a minimum franchise fee, you know, the minimum percentage that is built into their contracts. And recently, they indicated that, that you know, they would acquiesce on that. So. It, it's the information from the franchisor is coming slowly because they are unprepared, you know, like as we, as the franchisees are unprepared, everyone's unprepared. Uh, I, I, like I think more people were prepared for World War III than they were for this. But, but you really see you, the, the leadership, back to Elizabeth's point, the, the, the good operators, and it doesn't matter if you're in franchising, the franchisor, it doesn't matter what business, it could be a restaurant. But the companies that accepted this early on and said, this is the new norm and we have to take these actions. And guess what? We're not sure if these actions are going to be correct or not, but it's going to be fluid. But we're going to try in everything in our power to get out in front of it, lean into it and address it and not say, well, we're going to stick our head in the sand and hopefully it, it, we hope we turn on the news and it's going to be gone because that's not the case. So we feel, you know, and, and I've seen local restaurants here, we're, you know, we, our restaurants have been closed a week now and uh, my, the, the restaurant that I frequent all the time, they were off offering curb service before they were even shut down. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, um, and then they're, you know, they're using social media and, and we've really seen, it's interesting. We have a, a local fitness club here too, that do all the right things. They do a podcast or on social media, they're building their tribe and they came right out and they're in, Two points here. One, transparency today is king. Yeah. Transparency is so critical. And they came right out and said, and we're very transparent to their tribe and said, we will not make it through this. We, 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 we won't. 
unless we have support of our tribe. Yeah. yeah. And they went out and they raised $50,000 through a GoFundMe for them to pay their employees and their trainers during the shutdown. Wow. And they're completely transparent. They said, we will show you our bank state. We'll show you everything where mm -hmm. your money is going. It's not yeah. going to the owners. It's not going to the, to, it's going to pay our rent. It's going to pay our employees so we can keep them, even though they can't train you. And of course mm -hmm. they're doing virtual training and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But again, they were out in front of it. They weren't waiting. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. That's good. It's good. Fred? So what, what I keep interesting, um, you said, so one of the theories uh, I and we've had is, is that at this point in time, people for the most part are sitting on their buses in front of either a phone, a phone computer or TV. Oh, and, <laughs> or all, all, or all the above at the same time, which is they can listen to the podcast. They can watch the video. Um, and actually, if you got a Roku, you can get YouTube on your, uh, Roku on your TV so you can watch watch us on on your TV so you can be watching photos of franchising in all those places but for those that go dark because that's some companies it appears are choosing to go dark and and not maintain do any marketing um, there our theory has been they're going to get overwhelmed because the smart ones are pushing out even more marketing to virtual trainings, stuff like that, everything. That seems to be what you're saying. Am I right? Valuable content, just yeah. not pushing more marketing, but now yeah. relevant con content. content that resonates with people. There's more eyeballs on social media now than there ever has been. There's more eyeballs on Twitter. There's actually maybe hurt Instagram more than it has probably Facebook because Facebook and as well as Twitter, I, I made a comment yesterday to a gentleman that I think Twitter probably right now, I have no idea what it's trading at, but that's where news, I'm getting news from my Twitter feed faster than I am from the journal or anything else or an email blast because that's real time. Yeah. Um, but also you have to make sure that you're just not glued to that because there's a lot of junk, but I, I'm also very selective of what I follow. But I, and, and Fred, back to your point, Lowe, this exposes, this event exposes people that weren't utilizing social media, digital marketing before or so. Yeah. Because they're not prepared for this and, and they're probably were struggling before this in terms of cash flow and things of that nature. So for them now to jumpstart this, it's going to be challenging. But the people that were doing it and now they're pouring gasoline on it. So when they come out of it, they're, they're, they've, yeah. they've been transparent. They've over communicated. They're going to they're gonna succeed uh, that much more. Um, and the, the, the mantra when I started my okay because people weren't simply even answering the phone now we're so far beyond that <laughs> you know it's it's amazing yeah yeah and and yeah it's it's uh um all right it's so, the little things but the, a lot of people it, it takes work to do those little things right yep it does it does all right, so we're, before Elizabeth gets the next question, we're going to uh, take a, another commercial. Thank everyone uh, for chatting on every place. Um, it's been distracting, but interesting. Uh, <laughs> remind you, you can listen at 323 uh, 580-5755. That's 323-580-5755. Um, and our technical producer will talk to you and get your questions from you. Or you can chat live at pillarsoffranchising.com or linklocalnetwork.com. Um, and we're number one. And now we're from another sponsor. <laughs> Ever wonder how successful business people get educated about franchise business options? The Franchise Consulting Company is a group of over 100 franchise professionals with more than 2,000 years of franchise experience. We help our clients select and investigate franchise companies. And like a realtor, our services are free of charge to you. Our fees are paid by the seller. Reach out to us to learn more and get a free copy of the Franchise MBA, the number one bestseller and highest reviewed book on Amazon in the franchise category. 
Our website is thefranchiseconsultingcompany.com or feel free to call us on 800-321-6072. And we're back and this is my copy. Um, also, Nick, when he was on the show last time, cut a new deal that if you fill out the form on Pillars of Franchising, not only will you get this really cool book, the Franchise MBA, you'll also get uh, your own set of virtual reality gear. So hit PillarsOfFranchising.com, fill out the form. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, take us away. Well, we've talked about a lot of uh, things businesses are and are not doing or should and should not do. So what would you say the, what would you say the single most important thing to do is as a business owner and the single most important thing not to do? You had to put it in a nutshell. It's it, take action or not take it. If you don't take action yeah. and, and address it and accept it, you know, there, there's, there's, there's really, you know, five things in terms of, of fear, right? Um, as, as you go, go through it. Um, first is, is, you know, denial. Okay. Uh, so, so you're denying everything going on. And, and I've seen a lot of people go through that. We'll be okay. As I said, and we'll be fine. And then anger, you get mad. Why, why, why is this going on? And, and, and then you start trying to, you know, bargain mentally. We're going to be okay. Aren't we going to be okay? The fear of the unknown, this bargaining game going on depression. I mean, that's what scares me more than anything else. Yeah. These business owners have put everything they, they, they know into this. That's right. And it's gone yeah. or it could be gone and, and they don't know. And then as soon as you accept it, and that's what we've done here, that's what I've done personally. And now it's like, okay, this is it. Now we have to move forward. Now we start have to using fast, focus, success, systemized, train. And what are we going to do in the new norm? And then looking at everything, the world is going to be different. It's going to be changed. We need to re redesign everything. We need to redesign in our personal life. We need to re redesign in our business life. Um, and that excites me because I'm, I'm always looking to re-engineer and redesigning. And I'm one of those guys, not saying it's wrong, but why? How, why do we do it like that? And business owners should be doing that today. And again, because they have the time. Yes. I'd be curious of how many business owners are getting up in the morning, they turn on the boob tube and they sit there first saying, okay, I'm going to go sit in my office or wherever kitchen table. And I'm going to start looking at every facet of the business. What's my main resource? What's my main, you know, and it's P and L it's profitability at the end of the day. Right. And so many business owners are just focused on cash flow versus profitability. And now they're going to come out of this and they're going to start trying to generate cash, but that's not working. It's, it needs to be profitable cash that they're generating revenue for the business. Um, so it's, again, it's taking action. And I think it's a great time. Uh, if, if you were successful before as a business owner, um, there's going to be a lot of opportunity to be that much more successful uh, when we come out of this. Yep. yep. Absolutely. All right. So we know what time it is, don't we? <laughs> we need some ominous music with that, you know that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're right. Now I do. He's, he's going to find some for next show. <laughs> you're right. I do. I got the really cool graphic of all four of us going down the rabbit hole, but. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so next week, here, let me take a note. Ominous music. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I learned so much on these shows. So we'll bring everyone back. To, we'll bring everyone back to the um, us, our joyful video here. Um, why isn't the coronavirus the start of the zombie apocalypse? I don't have an answer for that one. <laughs> Score. Okay. <laughs> My belief if is. If it is, it's been a great. If it is, it's been a great run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, how 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 will Unify, with their very cool services as well as this, help <laughs> defeat the zombies in the zombie apocalypse? 
again, that, that's way out of my bellywick to, to be able to answer that question. Um, you can buy more weapons. <laughs> add, 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 add more weapons and pray a lot more, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that. So now, Ray, you get to take it. Um, I'm going to take you out with the last question, uh, but I, I, I want to give accolades to my employee family for hanging in there. Thank you very much. Mary and George Lascano, thank you for the hat. <laughs> but my last question to you, uh, RJ, is now somebody's thinking forward beyond the disaster. What do they need to do to get hold of you to uh, get along? Sure. Um, I can be reached. My direct phone number, which now I'm giving out versus a toll-free number, is uh, area code 734-794-4250. Again, 734-794-4250. Or you can just Google RJ Grimshaw website. Yeah, our company is website is team unify unifi.com um and and we'd be excited to help you um provide any type of advice that we can there it is right there um and again my background i i, I came from a family of entrepreneurs hangs here am i am i one of my most prized possessions is my dad's business plan written in pencil from 1983. Um, oh, cool. My office, nine pages of it, um, and he took took this business plan and grew it into a fifty million dollar company. Um, so uh, I, I, I love my owners. I love business owners. I love going to franchise. I love when I went up when I was at the show at the end of January. One of many conferences I've been to before this happened. Just that environment and that vibe and the energy and asking people, how did you end up here? How did you end up with this brand? How, what what was your decision making process? Where are you going? And just talking business, yeah, and it's just business and getting to yeah. know people. And that's what this show is about: talking business. You know, that's yeah. why we love it. Small to medium sized business too, and that's why yeah. we talked about the five. <laughs> you know, I was depressed. It 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 hurt me. Yeah, tremendously because. I come, I, I love helping small to business, medium sized businesses. And I know, unfortunately, a lot of those businesses are going to be hurt one way or the other. And um, forget about what it does for Unify. It's just families are going to be crushed. Um, mm -hmm. And they didn't see it coming. They couldn't plan for it. They weren't prepared. For being shut down. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm through that phase. So it's now what can I do to help? What can I do to, to, to help those uh, those individuals? Excellent. Yep. All right. Um, coming up next, folks, we got a great segment from Ron Silverstein on auditing practices that you need to be aware of um, in this coronavirus age. But before that, I want to thank RJ for coming on. Like I said, thank you, RJ. <laughs> work with RJ this is the coolest thing on earth if you have ever had a cell phone die on you this is a lifesaver and uh, Elizabeth don't forget to send me your home address so I can send you one okay right. well, thank you you can find RJ's information on his bio page on the pillars of franchising so right. um, thanks RJ and we're gonna you're, this isn't the last time you've had to deal with us, so um, we'll be talking. You're a great guest. Thank you. So um, much. I appreciate you having Thank me. You so much. Very, very, you know, humbled that I could to, to be on the show, and especially in this again historic times that we're all living through. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your insight for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. All right, and on to Ron. You think? I think. You hope. I, <laughs> I hope. You know, maybe we aren't going on to Ron. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So we're not going on to Ron. You can see Ron, but we can't hear Ron. I hate software at times. Okay. So, folks. <laughs> 
RJ was great. Um, he brought up a lot of st- uh, great stuff. Um, what's been the the biggest the the close mo- most closest to home thing that's impacted you? Or actually, no. What's the best part of uh, this? Has what's the best part of this emergency historical event, whatever you want to call it, what's the best thing that's happened to you? Hmm. Who are you talking to? Both of you. The best thing? Oh, wow. Introspective about my business, more introspection. Um, I think a greater appreciation, even though I had a greater appreciation before for my employees. It's, it's a fantastic family. I can't, I can't say how much I really, I, I love them. I love them. Well, I, I think that's, that's true too. And the relationships that you started to build as a, as a newer group, clearly we're not getting a lot of advertising right now. <laughs> People have pulled back that I had locked in. Um, but still being able to maintain those relationships and regardless, uh, help people get messaging out. But in terms of even personal relationships, like I said to RJ, perspective is everything. And you get caught up in so many small things in your day-to-day life and your day-to-day business. And then when something big happens, you start to recognize the value. I mean, this is the funniest thing. My ex-husband called me the other day and I haven't talked to him in probably a year because my children are all old enough to manage their own relationships. Um, but he was trying to put a child support payment in and he goes, well, Fargo's closed. What am I going to do? We were talking about how to, how he would normally do it. And he said, I'm worried about Gran and Papa, my parents. Yeah. And I said, you are. And he said, yeah, well, they're in that age. And are you making, are they not going anywhere? Are they? And he was asking me all about my parents. And I thought that that was kind of sweet from, from somebody that I don't have a lot of contact with. Everybody has developed a perspective of what's really important, I think. And, and that goes to business and personal and everything else. So I think that's kind of the best thing that's come out of all this. Yep. The best Very, greater appreciation of family. Yeah. 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 Whether it's your work family or your personal family. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I would tell you today, my greatest appreciation is the fact that we finally have water back in the office. <laughs> <laughs> It was, when the guy showed up and turned it on, I, in normal times, I would have walked up and hugged him and the downstairs uh, swack realty. Um, I would have hugged both of them as it was. I stood six feet away and said, you guys are my heroes. I really was not looking forward to doing the show here and having to go find a toilet somewhere else. So right now it's water. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can see my grandkids. Running water is good. (laughs) Running water, electricity, and um, internet means Ray's dog doesn't get attacked by a pit bull. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, It was weird. Like I said, I keep hearing uh, Eric Idle's um, always look on the bright side of life. And... um, Crap happens. Either we live through it or don't. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It doesn't kill you. It makes you better. Exactly. And as Sun Tzu said, in chaos, there's opportunity. And man, there's a lot of chaos right now. Please don't get into don't, yeah. <laughs> don't get into that area. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right. So, folks, at that point, uh, we'll say goodbye to everybody, and we'll, if nothing else, we'll release the uh, our interview with Ron uh, in a standalone version, and then play it next week too. Thanks to my co-host Ray Pillar and Elizabeth Denham. We're number one. We're number one. We're number one. <laughs> and what is number one, you ask? There you go. <laughs> Australian Chinese.